Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Pavel Brinzink Jr., who's the CEO of Draslavka, who are a Czech family-owned company and recognises a global leader in the R&D and production of cyanide-based chemicals, uh, which are being used in the mining industry. Um, and their products are such a, uh, are really essential in the production of many items uh, we use in our daily lives, such as smartphones and vitamins. So Pavel has extensive experience in venture capitalists um, with a core focus on startups and biotech technical companies um, and is, in the, is a board member of several successful Central European startups. And he's here today just to tell us a little bit more about the company um, and what they do in the mining industry. So let's welcome Pavel to the podcast. How are you doing, Pavel? I'm doing great, Rob. Thank you. And I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, and I know you're an active listener, so um, <laughs> that's great. That's great to uh, great to hear. And I encourage anyone that listens to the podcast if they do want to come on to uh, obviously approach me um, like yourself. So, as we always start these off, as you know, I wanted to just tell the audience a little bit about yourself, about your career, and about your background um, before we go and speak a little bit more about uh, Just Overcome. Okay, you know, so let me start with the company because I, I think you covered like my my career very well. Like what I just maybe add is that I'm the second generation in the business, and uh, I kind of like spent all my life in the company. So this is almost like uh, my baby, and and uh, the biggest impact on my life. Uh, didn't have my school where I have both education. So I'm both technical as well as the uh, financial uh, education by background. Uh, but uh, it's um, mostly my father. You know, my father is uh, a great like tutor of mine. And like he started this whole wonderful story of Truslovka and transformation of mining and also agriculture, which we do, but we won't cover it today. But like he's really an amazing man. And I would just do like to give him a recognition for that because he was the most influential man in my life so um that's uh that's a bit of a background on that and when it comes to Joslovka, um it's yeah I'll, I'll try to be brief here but uh it's a relatively long and complex story so if i should describe it in one sentence uh, Rob, I would say that uh, Joslovka is a provider of sustainable solutions that are empowering critical industrial sectors such as mining, agriculture, and specialty chemicals with safe and uh, at the same time, the most efficient and the most sustainable solutions. And if we specify specifically focus on mining, then I would say that uh, we at Joslovka are trying to address the shortage of critical minerals through innovation technologies such as GLT, Simon AI, or BlueCube smart analyzers. And these technologies are truly revolutionary and they will help to bridge, I believe, the gap between the demand and supply of the critical minerals, as we all know, are extremely important for getting us to the next phase of the human revolution. Um, 
I personally strongly believe that the availability of gold, copper, nickel, and cobalt, and lithium uh, are really one of the biggest roadblocks in the transformation of the society towards these lower emission and higher level of automation and improved efficacy goals that we set for ourselves. And um, this is why we have been focusing so much on addressing these issues, Sejoslovka, in the last, let's say, 20 years. So like now, I can say that we are a lot more than the legacy specialty chemical business that uh, we had. And as you probably know, uh, we are continuously evolving here at Joslovka. We started our path as a local EU player, like as, which was just based around a strong R&D pipeline and product and process innovation which uh, is the strategy that was established and executed by my father, as I said at the beginning, and that really formed an essential foundation of the strategy and what we are becoming today. And basically then from that wonderful milestone, we start, we kept evolving and we evolved through a transformative acquisitions in 2021. Uh, where we purchased uh, Kimor's Mining Solutions business unit and Sasol Mining Solutions business, which uh, made us the largest supplier of sodium cyanide that's out there. Uh, and for the audience that might not know what sodium cyanide is, it is a reagent that's uh, mission critical for gold mining industry. And in parallel with that, I have to say that we added all these new technologies that I referred at, GLT, Simon, and BlueCube solutions. So we are now on the path to become the global leader in sustainable mining innovations. And uh, I'm very happy that I can say that because as a result of these initiatives, uh, in 2022, we grew our revenue by 286% uh, year over year. And in addition to that, we have uh, also doubled our R&D budget because innovation is very important for us, and published uh, our first sustainability report, which is fully aligned with our innovation-driven business strategy. And I'm proud to say that uh, safety and environmental sustainability are at the heart of everything we do. So, um, you obviously mentioned uh, GLT, uh, and it's obviously been revolutionary. Just wonder if you can expand on that. Oh, for sure thing. And, uh, well... GLT is uh, our proprietary and patented technology that includes several solutions that are addressing the biggest pain points of the 21st century mining industry, such as profitability and sustainability profile and environmental footprint. Uh, this trade name, GLT, typically refers to two major product families that are having sub, sub, some subfamilies, but uh, we will I will try to narrow it down to just two. Uh, the first one is glycat. And what glycat is? Glycat is a combination of sodium cyanide and glycine. And it is out there to answer the inflationary and regulatory uh, pressures uh, that, the, that are currently experienced by the gold mining sector. And I would like to stress out that glycat is already proven. It, it is already delivering. And it can fundamentally improve the financial performance of the mining companies. Uh, while at the same time, it is significantly reducing environmental footprint of their operations. Um, and the other part is glide leach. 
which is here to bridge the gap between the demand and supply of the critical metals. And it is that are so essential uh, for the battery producers and EV producers. Um, our solution is able to optimize their OPEX and unlock untreatable reserves. And more importantly, uh, even get the material out of tailings that are currently sitting as a liability in the balance sheet of nickel and copper or cobalt companies. So using Glyleach will create a massive value for our customers. And um, basically we believe that it can, it is a value enabler uh, by getting the face to value uh, program at these companies, um, which benefits them not only financially, but also environmentally and socially. And why is it so revolutionary, as you asked? Well, um, maybe let me give you a bit of a background here, uh, because it's a wonderful, exciting story. Um, as I said at the beginning, Joslovka was born out of technology and innovation, and therefore, we continuously keep monitoring, and I would even say we, 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 we are scouting. We're scouting for new technologies. And let me tell you the sad truth. Um, most of the new leaching technologies that I have seen over these two generations of uh, being in this industry were either snake oils or they were good, but with a very limited application range. Uh, in other words, they could work, but uh, now I'm going to be purposely exaggerating a bit. Uh, basically, even though they were working, like you needed a perfect alignment of stars, basically, and very specific type of ore in order to get a good level of efficacy. And that wasn't what we were looking for. So, but when we've seen Glycat and Glycine GLT technologies, it, it was so much different in many cases. So first of all, uh, it was inspired by the nature and it was developed at Cartoon University, which I believe like most of your listeners know about because it's one of the world's best universities uh, and discovery center for, centers for, for mining. And at Cartoon, they discovered that the plants actually use glycine to pull metals and minerals out of the soil and transport them to the leaves. And they decided to apply the same principle in mining. So second reason, you know, or second fact why it's so important is that the glycine can be synthesized using hydrogen cyanide, uh, the same reagent that is used when we are producing sodium cyanide in our business. And by the way, it is the reagent where Joslovka is probably the most, most efficient uh, producer in the world. Uh, we are having one of the highest recoveries and highest conversions out there. And people are paying us tens of millions of dollars to build the plants according to our knowledge. So uh, it is, it was perfectly, it was a perfect fit to our capabilities and to our product portfolio. And thirdly, glycine is very selective. And what I mean by that is it is Alexivant that only targets a specific minerals and not everything. Uh, so basically it takes typically what you want while keeping the minerals and metals that you don't want in the ore in the rock. And last but not least, it is a non-toxic 
an actually edible and biodegradable amino acid that in addition to that is almost fully recyclable. Uh, and this is something truly unique. Uh, and I'm not shy to, shy to say it is a game changing uh, as it addresses the sustainability and profitability issues that the current 21st century mining industry is experiencing. So how it can benefit them and what it does for them is uh, apart from sustainability where glycine selectively uh, results in a cleaner waste, water and tailings. It is, which is a very important thing uh, for them right now as non-selectivity is one of the biggest weaknesses in leaching processes and technologies, as you might know. Uh, in other words, for your audience, um, if you use acid or even cyanide leaching, it behaves like a shotgun. Uh, it simply converts most minerals and transfers them into solution. Uh, so you will leach both the targets as well as non-target minerals. And then basically you get what you want and what you don't want is already released in the environment. And the glycine can be actually much more like surgical. It can act uh, in a way that it just gets what you want and let everything else in the rock. So it cannot move through the environment. Um, I need to state here that uh, responsible mining companies can mitigate these risks of unlocking the non-target minerals quite well. Uh, however, it's costly and this risk will never fully disappear. Uh, and this is where glycine is really coming as a sniper and minimizes the, or even eliminates the leaching of these non-target minerals, such as, for example, arsenic and mercury. And therefore, we do not create a problem in the first place. And this is beneficial for all the stakeholders, not only for the mining companies, but also for the communities that are living around the site, because they don't need to pray that uh, uh, after the mining activity, activity ended, uh, they will be left with some environmental burden or environmental problem that they will need for the rest of their life. So last but not least, when it comes to profitability, uh, I think it's relatively obvious, but um, as I told you, it's selective and recyclable. This me which means that uh, we are able to significantly reduce reagent consumption while keeping the same and uh, in most or many cases, uh, we can even improve recovery of the targeted critical minerals. Uh, and this unique set of benefits enables mining companies to treat the ore or even waste uh, that was formerly untreatable or economically unviable. And this can extend the lifetime of the mine. Uh, so you can say the GLT uh, has the potential to save mining companies billions of dollars uh, because it will maximize current assets, reduce costs, and lessen the need to find and develop new assets at the same time. And for these reasons, I strongly believe that GLT is capable to revolutionize mining. Uh, and it will become, I hope, the best available practice in gold, silver, copper, nickel, and cobalt leaching.
isn't it counterintuitive for a cyanide producer to be offering uh, this kind of technology? Well, great question. You know, I hear this. I hear this quite often, to be honest. Like from the investors or stakeholders, and um, so uh, let me start with a very important statement. Uh, many people were searching for sodium cyanide replacement. Uh, so let me believe very blunt here. There is no real viable alternative to sodium cyanide apart from potassium cyanide. I have to say, which. Uh, when it comes to gold leaching, but it's still cyanide. Uh, but this is true and only true for gold. And as your list, uh, audience and listeners probably know, um, the ore is much more complex than that. And its quality is also decreasing over time. Uh, so as I said, at the beginning, cyanide is like a shotgun, and therefore we are actually wasting it on the other minerals where it can be replaced or we sh where it shouldn't be used at the first uh, at the first step, right? Uh, as for example, on copper, right? Like you don't want to use cyanide on copper, while like copper is uncombining most of the golden ores. So while sodium cyanide is not a good solution for leaching all these other bimetals. Uh, and it is creating the undesirable effects. Uh, you are trying to not waste it. And what I want to say by that is you will always need cyanide for gold if you want to do it efficiently, but you're trying to not waste it for anything else where it is unnecessary. Uh, so because otherwise how it works right now is that our customers are adding more cyanide in order to get their process to high recovery. And this creates other issues in the actual process and uh, have negative effects on the environmental footprint and increases the cost and complexity of their operations. And what that where we seen this huge impact of glycat because actually the use of that can completely change the way it works. Uh, it works as a cyanide booster and makes the cyanide more selective. In other words, that becomes that sniper rifle that I was speaking about. And uh, let me try to simplify this, uh, a very complex process in some easier chemistry or like uh, easier words. Um, basically starves of the cyanide, so it cannot react with anything else that's other than gold. It's a massive simplification, but it kind of makes it easier for understanding. So then your sodium cyanide is primary consumed for gold, and your glycine is primary taking care of the other metals. And as we said, since glycine can be recovered and it is not being consumed in the reaction. So you can keep cycling that. So which creates these three very distinct piles of value at the customer side. So pile number one is that depending on the type of the ore, using glycat is uh, in the existing circuits allows for roughly 20 to 80% of the reduction in cyanide usage. Uh, 
and that lower isocyanide. And it reduces the other regions as well. So you can look at 25% and up to 15 one complex ores uh, of the reduction of processing costs. Pond number two, it basically consists of recovery benefits, which uh, is allowing you to fundamentally to, to, to get the biometal credits or in many cases, increase their, increase their recovery benefits, which is again, very, very strong because it improves your top line. And you can, in addition to gold, you can actually sell more copper. And last but not least, the pine number three is uh, helping you to fundamentally in, improve your detoxification process and sometimes even totally eliminate that. And because the use of the technology ends up with cleaner wastewaters and cleaner tailings. So basically, uh, you are coming to the point where you have your leaching process much better and much more sustainable. And that's beneficial for the customer because even though it's contraintuitive to hear like why a sodium cyanide player can actually offer this or why they want to cannibalize their own market, uh, we're not cannibalizing here, right? Because uh, let me be blunt here again. Uh, if you're a supplier of emission critical raw material like sodium and potassium cyanide, and your customers are using more and more every year, the market becomes short, then basically you can increase your margin and you should be happy. But they are actually having very high cost, so they start to decrease their operation or move somewhere else, and you, at the end of the day, in the long run, you sell less. And that's something that we wanted to change. Uh, and typically, our market always looked and worked in the way that you were moving value from one company to another in the value chain, because you didn't generate it any, any value. You didn't generate a new value, basically. So when your, when when Sinai was short, you squeezed the margin on your side. Where Sinai was long, because like they were not operating at high rates, like uh, you actually transferred some of the margin to them back. You know, but nothing new was really generated. And that's basically where we said like we want to approach it in a different way, right? Like we basically want to do things better, and uh, we want to generate and create new margin because then it makes it easier to spread that margin and you're having an easier negotiation of how you're gonna distribute that newly generated value across the value chain. And that's why we focused on innovation rather than trying to move margin around. And this created a significantly, and a significantly good or I would say even wonderful relationship with, with our customers. Uh, we are now able to talk to them in a real strong partnership way because they know that we are not coming to just renegotiate, but trying to generate more value. And since we have created this new environment, uh, we can, we, we don't really destroy our business. We are generating new business because giving you some facts now, this technology is proprietary. 
and creates value for customer. And this upside in value enables us to offer products and solutions to customers and markets where we were never competitive because these markets were too far. We didn't have logistics advantage or we just basically were at, or the local operator were actually having a better access to critical raw materials. But if you create new value, you can basically create a new a whole offering that can actually stand in the competition in countries where we never played. So we can get new markets, right? Uh, basically, we also cannot forget a glycine is a derivative of hydrogen cyanide. So we are adding a new product in our portfolio. So we are actually gaining a whole new market. And that's and and this allowed us to go out of gold where we were playing in the past and penetrate nickel, copper, and cobalt, where we never been a player. And most importantly, since this technology is able to process ores that are formerly uneconomic to process, uh, the adoption of glycat is expected to create a fundamentally large market than what it could potentially cannibalize. So um, I would say we are rather gaining, not rather, we're just gaining a lot more than we can ever lose. And we are really trying to help with a problem to our customer, which is in the way of, uh, in, in which we are used to do business, a right way to, and, and a right strategy to execute on. Obviously talking about customers, sorry, we're talking about customers, um, what companies are using GLT right now or plan on using it in the future? Oh, uh, yeah, well, like um, GLT, uh, I would say that many of the companies that uh, we are testing or implementing our technologies with are publicly listed or we have the NDAs with them. So I can only comment on the ones uh, that are already and on the news that are already in public domain. So let me start with one, uh, which is for me one of the most important relationship we have at Truslovka, which is Barry Gold. Um, Barrick is testing and rolling out glycine technologies on several assets already, and we have a global partnership agreement with them in place. Uh, Barrick has an amazing and very innovative team, I have to say, and I cannot even say how much we love to work with Barrick um, at Roslovka. Um, in addition to that, Mark Bristow, He's an amazing leader and he managed to build the public company, which, however, is still very flexible and more importantly, didn't lost its entrepreneurship culture uh, and thinking. Uh, and that is also one of the key reasons why they were one of the first uh, believers and pioneers in Glycat. Uh, because they understand it. They understand what is right. They understand this is a new benchmark or it's going to become a new benchmark in how mining is being done and they onboard it uh, on the train very very early and they're helping us in developing the whole thing uh, and, and and commercializing it another good example might be Bylan Eric um, where which is uh, this company is led by Peter Thompson he's again a very good CEO uh, and he's a true pioneer pioneer and actually, Bailan became the first uh, 
company that uh, fully commercially implemented our Glycat uh, process in heat bleaching uh, applications. Um, I don't know, you might have seen it in the recent in the recent news, but we demonstrated that uh, a leading 70, 78% uh, got recovery for heat leaching operation, which was uh, quite a significant upside, like uh, almost, I think, five to seven percent points uh, to what uh, they are no normally running. Um, and we, at the same time, were able to reduce the sodium cyanide consumption at that operation by 65%, which uh, was roughly 70% reduction in the all reagent costs uh, for Bylon. And in addition to that, it demonstrated at that mine that uh, it can be operated at the sub-zero temperature, which uh, is another great news for many miners out there that are operating in high altitudes or in a difficult environment. And um, another one or the last one that I, I, I can comment on is, 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 is Coda Minerals, um, where GLT was one of the critical parts of their improvement initiatives under which uh, they managed to increase their copper recovery by roughly 27 percent points, which is about 49 percent uh, in total. And uh, now quoting... Chris uh, Stevens, I don't know how exactly he said that, but uh, he said something like that uh, uh, they confirmed uh, and they are very confident confident in the recyclability of the glycine as well as uh, of its uh, of its uh, uh, practically uh, and uh, of its stability in production environment. So it's another good example of. Uh, people and companies confirming the uh, efficacy of our technology. Um, and these are just the most recent examples. Uh, I can confirm that lots of the conversations uh, are already happening in the background and we are massively testing. We are currently handling more than 120 uh, discovery trials and accounts uh, that are testing and onboarding Glycat and Glyleach. Um, and we are having an ongoing test with several uh, major uh, players uh, and mid-sized miners. So stay tuned uh, because some very exciting public news are on the horizon. And what would you say is the, the future of mining, obviously in minimal processing? Uh, listen, Rob, I, I strongly believe, because I am a believer, uh, that it's bright. Um, actually, the future of the world depends on the sector, as we said at the beginning of this podcast. And because it is really an essential and critical part of the energy transition, and we just cannot get there without mining. Uh, it, and it, for the first time in my career, I would say, uh, I feel that uh, the general public as well as media stop questioning the fact that mining plays this critical role and I would say even ir totally irreplaceable role in transformation of our society. Um, but now I believe that people are asking another obvious question, which is, uh, are we using the most sustainable technologies and practices? And another one, can we do things better and the answer is painfully clear. 
Uh, no, we are not always using the most sustainable practices. And yes, we can do things a lot better. Uh, and therefore, social license to operate will become incredibly important and coming up with technologies and solutions that will that, that, that will make mining safer and more sustainable becomes a key for not losing this new very positive traction in how mining is perceived. And lastly, what's the outlook of, for the company over the sort of next or the, the, the short to medium term, so over the next one to three years? Oh, I think it's a great question. Um, I think that our outlook is uh, keep working, keep working, keep trying to convert more people to this wonderful technology and 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 help mining to become a bit more fancy, I would say, again, uh, because it is an industry that needs to be seen uh, in a right way and needs to and deserve some credit. And uh, we at Joslovka will focus on our integration of the recent acquisitions. And we will be trying to uh, now integrate uh, all the acquisitions that we have done in the past year. We continuously work on trying to get the Sasol acquisitions through, which is taking a bit more time than we, than we expected. Uh, but I would say we are on the right track. And uh, we are really transforming our own business model because for us, it is a transformative period where we are trying to make Joslovka a full solution provider and where to be simply a one-stop shop for uh, the mining companies where we can sell them not only the chemicals like mm -hmm. in the past, and we are one of the biggest companies out there in, in, in mining uh, and leaching chemicals, but also to help them to optimize their processes, roll out these processes and give them a full uh, solution that will allow them to transform their business model towards the true sustainability. And when I say true sustainability, I mean, it is a view on the sustainability where you don't benefit one stakeholder group over another, right? Because, uh, and that's sometimes what Europe does, uh, and I'm coming from Europe, uh, so I'm affected by that. Uh, if you will just benefit one stakeholders, like for example, the uh, operators, people will become unhappy, they will block your mind. And again, it's unsustainable, you need to shut down. If you benefit uh, only the environmental aspects, you are having the similar problem. If you blindly blindly do that, then uh, the companies are forced to go out of business or move somewhere else. And again, it's unsustainable. So the answer to sustainability is really innovation. And that's why I'm so happy for your podcast. That's why I'm so happy for people that are trying to shed the light on what mining really is and that actually it needs support and it needs a bit of love for, uh, for, from, from uh, the um institutional investors from banks from uh public investors from media uh so it can get access to funding and it can get access to innovation and it will for once uh, over the last in the last 20 or 30 years uh 
can become overly invested and can focus itself on transforming uh, into better and more sustainable future. And we want to be a big part of that. <laughs> right. Pavel, really appreciate your time and uh, give us an update on Drasvodka uh, uh, and the company, what you're doing in the mineral processing uh, and leaching space and obviously helping some of those bigger companies out there. And um, And obviously you can help smaller companies as well so anyone that's listening that is involved in obviously any gold leaching um you probably be able to assist them if our audience wants to reach out to you if they have any questions if they want to follow your story how can they go about doing that what social media platform channels are you on well basically we are on the website like they can always go to www.drosovka.com and even on the sustainably part of that which is slash glt so if you go drosovka.com slash glt you can also learn about i think big portion of what i just said uh, through a set of cartoons like which are uh, making your your life and and uh, a bit easier also we are on the facebook we are on the linkedin and we are very active on the mining fairs where we are trying to uh, educate uh, public as far as professionals about what we do and uh, what uh, these new technologies that we are bringing to the market are culpable of and um, what conferences are you uh, attending for the remainder uh, of this year? I think the closest one is one in Philippines, and the next one is uh, is is the Future uh, Minerals uh, in London. So, uh, which is a great one, and I uh, highly recommend everyone to to go to London because it's it's one of the uh, best conferences in Europe. Uh, if you are a European based uh, a listener to this. It's a, it's a great conference to go and you will learn a lot of new things uh, in there every year. Yeah, great. Pavel, really appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, hopefully all the best for the remainder of this year going into next year. Um, seems that you've got a lot of lot of things happening. So uh, obviously wish you, wish you well of luck and all the best. Thank you very much, Rob. And yeah. thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for listening, guys. Please, uh, as always, can you uh, appreciate if you can um, share this episode with others around the world, uh, no matter whether you're in gold mining, silver, copper, zinc. Um, there's certainly some um, education to be learned, especially in the, in the field of processing. So really appreciate your continued support. Please keep sharing this epo episode amongst people within our mining industry, but also people outside of the mining industry also, um, because we need to improve. We need to improve the branding of mining um, and, we, and therefore we need people outside of the mining industry to understand what we actually do in the mining industry. So appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.